let all the glory all the honor and all the praises to to him to him alone it's a great privilege day after day week after week month after month and year after year we have the same god of yesterday today forever constant care he was with us yesterday and he is with us today and you and i know that he's going to be with us tomorrow uh, when mr samson asked me to share as you know when an opportunity comes you have a lot of topics themes coming into your mind flooded with themes especially when you are a teacher or a trainer but suddenly this thing that came to my life and also i just going through there are some big lessons from little things every day every day you come across not only big things there are also small things but the small things little things also teaches a lot of lessons uh, we live in a world where a bigness a noise is there but there is also a world where it's very small and quiet and god is doing many things in his own way god doesn't mean life the way that we do big things don't always impress him of course nothing wrong with big things but doesn't mean all the big things only will impress him some little things in the bible teaches big lessons you know that there are many things i'll just quickly touch on and i know you'll have enough time to go through the bible and just identify some of the places where it's just a dot a touch a small beginning which turned out to be a history that we speak for example just uh, introducing because we are in the banner of cbmc when you introduce somebody when andrew introduced peter andrew never thought when peter never thought that you and i will be reading his writings uh, all through the world all through generations a disciple on whom the church is built just say come and see i have seen the messiah one sentence can you believe that it could i'm sure that has happened in cbn that's the context i was thinking maybe bringing in one businessman who is in need just come and sit with us i know uh, i have heard the story of sam dever where the richard said just come for the meeting i'm sure the bastian will agree just come for a meeting then it becomes a history that's the team i thought let's build on that there are small touches small things that turns out to be a big thing you know in in zakaria he says he asked god an in, interesting question for who has despite the day of small things zakaria 410 let me tell you a life story that happened couple of hundreds of years ago in london on a sunday it was heavy pouring heavy rain and here is a young boy who is supposed to go to his church which is a few kilometers away but that sunday he, he couldn't make it because of heavy rain and pouring so he decided to go to the nearest church which is a small church where he lives just close by so he just ran and stepped into that church and there were about 15 20 people sitting in the church the moment he entered and sat two people sitting in front of him just shared talking themselves i heard when i entered that today the preacher is not coming and somebody else is to speak so very statement you know for him it was a discouraging statement he came with some expectation but the first statement he heard is you know the preacher has not come today somebody else is going to take the service and preach today and after a few minutes the person who was supposed to conduct the service entered the altar and he was not that you know that gigantic looking the personality that you and i sometimes expect uh, we we sometimes look for personalities you know bigness and looking great so to this envoy this gentleman who came on the altar was looking very small and ordinary person so that was a second point and when he started speaking this boy could listen to him and said this guy doesn't know even the language better his presentation communication is not that you know uh, great 
So these are the mindsets that he was sitting in. So even though he was sitting in the church, he was gone there to worship God. His mind was all about the poor people, the person. But as he started preaching, the preacher that day, as he was preaching on his sermon, prepared message, for a minute, he just turned and looked at this boy who was sitting in a corner of the small church. He just looked at him straight eye to eye and said, you young man sitting there, you know something? God wants you. God has a plan for you. And I'm sure you are not sitting here and ask. These are the small sentences he just, and then he continued with the message. Listen to me, this is a life story. That one minute statements by this preacher to this young boy that day, can you believe today that young boy is called as the father of preachers, prince of preachers, and his name is Charles Spurgeon. These are, I'm just giving a lot of stories like that where even a one minute, you know, touch, one minute, look, one sentence can make history. And today, Charles Spurgeon's flooded, and I happen to be sitting in the library in uh, the Spurgeon's College, huge library, and, you know, so many people, all the theological colleges are studying. So never despise small things. It can be, it says, the rain and the small church and the preacher was not attractive. That is not the work. The way God wants, God has done in the small things, a great thing that can happen. He was trying to encourage the nation. Zachariah is trying to encourage the nation as they were rebuilding. As we are rebuilding many things after pandemic, uh, even though we are working on many things, big things, let's let's not despise the small things that comes in a way. We better be careful uh, not to despise small things. God, you know, to you know, for example, he looks at Moses. You know, just the first thing is the burning bush. Just a burning bush. He must have been walking that side many a times, hundreds of times. But this particular time, just a burning bush can draw attention. There are small things in our life that may draw our attention. You need to turn aside. You know, that's a beautiful word in Exodus 3. Moses turned aside. You know, there is a time where the burning bush makes you to turn aside. Just turn sometimes, you know, not looking straight. And the other thing that you read in Exodus is, you know, when Moses says, you know, how can I, how can I go there? What will they believe? How will they believe? And the very simple question, Moses, what is that in your hand? You don't need to work out for many things. That's a beautiful thing that I enjoy. Uh, he could have done, he's a created God. He could have done many things. But he wants us to learn a lesson. What Moses is holding is needed to do a miracle. What is that in your hand, Moses? A staff, a stick. God says, throw it down. I'll use it. Small things. Now you talk about history, deliverance of Egypt. Miracles happening. Moses, even as a burning bush, you know. And a boy like Samuel led back the nation into greatness. A boy, Lord, speak to me. The servant is listening. God uses small things to accomplish great purpose. David sling, you know. You know that picture when David was almost, you know, encouraged and he was prepared to meet this giant Goliath. And the kings thought, the soldiers thought that he needed all these extra fittings. You know, that picture. See, they started putting everything on David. You know, the helmet and the breastplate and all those shoes, heavy shoes. It must be uh, totally in so many kilos. And after wearing all that he experienced, I don't need these big things to meet this giant. Because I have something in my hand which I am practicing. I know what it is. I know who my God is. Just a sling can bring down a giant. There are small things to accomplish big lessons in life. Gideon's life is pictures and torches. Rahab ties as just a small piece of red rope in the window and that saved her life. A lad with five loaves 
of bread and two fishes. Another interesting story. You know the story when you go through John 6, sometimes you and I as businessmen, we have an analytical mind, calculative mind. You know, how much do we have? Where will we go for money? You know, but the, the, the very, the, the verse says, Jesus just asked them, where do we get food for these people? These people started looking at the question more than the person who posed the question. The person who posed the question can do anything. He knows everything. And he says, it's just to test you. I think the other day I was richly blessed by listening to the Richard Samuel when we were sharing in a place where he was talking about tests. There are not just, sometimes we get you know, very interested when you have big things as a test, but there are small tests. Somebody coming. I remember when Bastian once selling a pastor coming and, you know, uh, waiting in his office and he could meet him and he was going down and Bastian was disturbed, not the pastor. I'm just touching, you know, just coming to my mind. I, I remember hearing to Bastian, small thing, just standing in front of the door. He was there to meet and somehow that day. But when he went down, Bastian was disturbed. Small thing, you know, letting him inside. So never despise small things every day. What is that Monday manna? Monday to next Monday, every day. The manna is enough. What is manna? I have done a lot of things in the Bible, in the history, with small things, humble beginnings, many stories. You must be, even your own experience must be saying, many stories that start, start. Calculate your mind, just five loaves of bread and two fishes, 5,000 and people. And today we keep talking about it, the whole world. I am sure many of the preachers, the experts must have been preaching on this for thousands of years. One small lad you know, uh, sitting there and just giving all that he had. Never despise the small things because God can use them to accomplish greater things. You may feel insignificant in the great plan of God. There are times when you and I feel, you know, we are insignificant. You may even seem small in your own eyes. And that is good because God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. At the same time, let not your humility also become a pride. It seems one day did a research and they were trying to find out the, the most humble person. And they had a lot of benchmarks and measuring yardsticks and they went around. And finally, they could pin down one guy and they just told them, you need to come for a big function. Thousands of people are going to be there and we are going to honor you. He said, for what? No, no, you need to just come for the program. So he was there for the program. And you know, in, the, in the presence of thousands of people, they put a badge, the most humble person. The moment he received the badge from next day onwards, wherever he went, he started wearing that badge. So people wanted to see that I'm the most humble person. That's again a risky factor. I have gone through that mindset at times, you know, when you feel that you're humble and you want other people should also know that you're humble, uh, but it's God who looks at this. Let not your humility become a pride. Sometimes your humility, small acts, insignificant to us and to others. He can use small acts of Christian love to accomplish great things. The other day, I had some time with Brother Richard when he was sharing. There are quite small things happening in a big way. A son taking care of his mother for years. Father's no more and taking care of his mother. He, he resigned his job, sitting next to his mother, taking care of all that the mother needs. For him, the big things of the world has become small. But the small things in the sight of God has become big. And in Mark 14, another interesting passage is Mary of Bethany. You know this, jar of expensive perfume. 
she just pours it and you know the story and people there looking at it, it's very waste of money it could have been used sometimes we get that mindset but the way god looked at this lady the way god looked at the perfume that all that she had she has put in everything and here is a beautiful thing she never even thought that this is going to be a statement made by jesus and this the statement he makes leave her is not a waste but wherever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world this also that she has done shall be spoken for a memory of her can you believe today i'm speaking the word because there is the word suddenly this prompted you know you need to speak about this lady who just came there and people thought it's a waste because the world view was different and it's all a waste pouring it on the feet of jesus but he knew who she was and she knew who she is and she knew why she's doing what she is doing many times god knows why he is doing what he is doing one act worldwide effect whatever is done with love for christ will have a power and influence for all eternity as businessmen maybe today you may come across a very small thing maybe a disturbed staff may come in front of you to stand maybe a troubled heart person must be working in a corner of your office in your company you know that his face is not okay and i have experienced this the face tells that he needs a comforting word a touch maybe on his shoulder as a boss you can do the small things i know you would have done it but i just want to emphasize today never despise small things that comes across the widow brings just two mites to the temple the widow just two mites and you want to know the statement that jesus is making she gave more than all the rich people put together look at the calculation because she god knew the heart of this lady a poor widow bringing two mites all that she had small thing i don't know somebody will despise but god looks at the heart she gave more than all the rich people all put together no small uh, act or sincere act is overlooked by god let me tell you not even a single small act is overlooked by god maybe a look jesus looked at people which created compassion i think we have no time to even look at people today i still remember i cross thambaram railway station and i meet some of my close friends who sit there for years together and every time i just stop and smile at them and of course i have my own way of uh, dealing with them and spending time with them one day i was in a hurry just crossing in a speed and uh, there are about there were about 11 people there i think it's reduced now to four people most of them have gone from the world but as i was crossing this lady said anbusa today seemed to be very busy he doesn't have time to even look i just crossed i heard this lady telling anbusarukku thirumbi paagathukku neenga naara illa polukkanaanga i just came back then i realized these people are waiting for a look at them the poor and the needy we live in a big world with celebrities popularities bigness big money this is the language of the world today no longer hundreds and thousands or even lakhs today it's all in crores and they in short they say sees what is sees i don't know to him the least is the greatest because he leads the greatest and taking picking up this particular least becoming the greatest i am sure i am sure jim collins must have thought to himself hey this principle seems to be great let me write a book if you want to move from good to great then he tied the book good to great 
And he just simply says two things, which is more a biblical insight, professional will and personal humility. Can you believe the corporate world, the IIMs, and everybody talks about Jim Collins? Good to great. And I'm sure even we are sometimes excited. I want to tell the whole world that I know good to great book written. But that's not, it's there in the Bible. Your personal humility will make you great. It's a process. It's a long journey. Faithfulness in small things will lead to blessing in a big way. Smaller things. But there are also warnings. Before I close, what are the warnings? Not everything that is big is necessary of God. Not that everything that is big, that God is not evaluated. You know, God is not looked at. When something is big, doesn't mean that God is at work. There are big things in the world, which for my God is very small. I will tear down my barn and I'll build everything. Hey, what's going to happen tonight? What are you going to do with that? So first warning, not everything that is big is a necessity of God. It's possible to manufacture success in our own way. This is something that you know keeps coming to my mind quite often. Success in your own way, in your own measurements. But God says in Isaiah 55, your ways are not my ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. Check your ways and check your thoughts. Because many times your bigness of the world seems to be squeezing you for popularity. Big money. Nothing wrong. My God is a God of blessing. And we have experienced all that blessing beyond our expectations. More than what we can ask for, God has blessed us. But our eyes and our hearts and minds are not posed on the bigness of it, but ours is focused on the bigness of God who made it possible. So first warning, never, not everything that is big is necessity of God. The second warning, never be influenced by the evaluation of men. We live in a world where man seems to be evaluating our standards. And there are many ways they evaluate. And that's not a measurement. We do not work well, so that will be a big thing in the eyes of God. We just do our work, whatever we do, it that we do. No work is small if it is God's work. No gift is small if it is given in faith and love. No act seems to be small if it is done to the glory of God. Whatever that's done to the glory of God is nothing is small. Do not be comparing, competing. Today we live in a world of competing world. Let God do the measuring and weigh because he measures for eternity. That's the ultimate. He measures for eternity. Let's him do the measuring. That's my prayer. That's my longing. Lord, uh, I want you to uh, every day. And you know this guy, Nick, you would have seen the movie and I'm going to close with the experience again. He says, we do not find our values in our capabilities. The world is full of abilities and capabilities. True. Of late, I've also understood the corporate world 20 years back were recruiting people with abilities. But today, the same corporate world, the recruitment agency have changed their mindset, say, we want to recruit people with attitude and teach them abilities. And they stay, they do the work better. So we do not find our values in our capabilities. God has been to me, he has been given me the strength to surmount what others might call as impossible. Nick says, God can use a life without limbs. This is his statement. Two of his books, Life Without Limbs, Life Without Limits. One of the statements is a motivating factor for me. God can use a life without limbs to show the whole world how to live a life without limits. And he goes around the whole world. 
And finally, 2 Corinthians 5.16 says, we have stopped evaluating others from the human point of view. Because human point of view is all about bigness, greatness, popularity, success. In 2 Corinthians 5.16 says, we have stopped evaluating. Very, very powerful exercise. We have stopped evaluating others from the human point of view. That means, Lord, let every day your view, your perception should be our desire. We walk with God. When we walk, every walk is made up of steps. And every step has a choice. Let the whole day, as you step up, as you walk within the day, the whole week, do not despise the small things that will come across when your mind is always focused on big things. Small things, God accomplishes big lessons. We are small, but our God is great. We are insignificant, but God made a significance. Let's move from success to significance. The title given by that book called Half Time. Just evaluate for a few minutes as we conclude. That Lord, is there anything that my heart is not looking at your perception? Am I looking at the big things of the world to show the whole world who, how big I am? Or am I here to show who, how great my God is? And I'm sure God will continue to speak. The Holy Spirit will speak to you. Not that he is not God of big things. He is a God who turns small things into big things. So look at those big things God has done. It's not against, but... Don't shift your heart from small things to big things all the time. The big things follows when small things sown. The seed is sown and you get the fruit. Don't be excited about the flowers and the blossom. The fruit is not at seed. Sometimes when it just blossoms, you get excited. But the fruit is yet to be seen. But the seed is sown so that the fruit will be given. We are the fruit bearers like John 15. Let, uh, let us allow God to prune our lives so that we will bear fruit more fruit and much fruit the days to come. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining and especially there is a greater purpose because God is a God of individuals. Wherever you are, whatever business you are in, let's keep one track. Lord, every day let me not despise the small things that you bring in front of me or small people that you bring or small things that you expect me to do, small act, small gift or whatever it is so that it has an impact and we are influencing the whole world. May God bless you. I want to thank Brother Samson for giving me this privilege. Unless one or two have something to share, I think we'll close with a word of prayer. We have a few more minutes to go. Any reflections? Any one or two to share? I think there's a question in the chat box. Okay. Uh, Successful significant book author name. Bob Buffett. Half time. Oh, okay. Wonderful book. Bob Buffett. Uh, great preacher, Charles, full name and his book. Yes, uh, great preacher, Charles, full name and his Charles book. Spurgeon. Charles Spurgeon. C. Charles H. Spurgeon. Is publicly known as C.S. Spurgeon. But he was a young okay. lad who just got that one minute message. There are many stories. Okay. John Wesley, his heart was strangely warmed when he heard a lesson. Many stories, small things that has created history. That's why I was focusing on that. I'm sure. I'm sure all of us have that experience. Thank you so much. Let's close our eyes for a moment in silence. Thanking God for his grace and mercy.
He has protected us in spite of challenges in the past years. He has given us life and His grace is new every morning. And I believe God has a greater purpose in and through our life, the rest of our life. Through your business, through your family, through your personal life. So let's say, Lord, here we are committing the day, committing this week, strengthening our souls, strengthening our hearts and minds. So that every moment we'll be conscious about your perceptions, conscious about your looks, conscious about your weighing in our life. Let's not be too much worried about the world view. But we look at the world from the word point of view a lot. We don't run to the world from the world, but we run into the world from the word point of view. Help us to keep growing in that. Knowing you more, like Paul says, for that knowledge, we'll consider everything else as secondary. To know that. Father God, we want to give you all the glory and honor. Thank you for each and everyone joined this morning. I pray that you set your hands a blessing upon them. Bless them the day, bless them this week, and bless their family, bless their business. Let your hands be upon them in all that they do, Lord. With this in mind, we give you all the glory and honor. We pray this prayer. In the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.